Welcome back. Today we're talking about the go-home episode of Dynamite before full gear on Saturday. So we're going to go over matches, give a few predictions on what I might think might happen. And it depends on all kinds of stuff because I really didn't find it to be that giant of a wasted time for the most part. So it's actually pretty good. But we'll get to all of that after a quick word for our friends at Anchor. Welcome back to Wrestling with Ski. Thankfully, it only took two times for that to actually work. But we're going to get into the Go Home episode of Dynamite, which, I mean, I didn't think it was, you know, the worst thing in the world. Um, matches were good. At least the ones they let actually be matches. I mean, there was some where you just kind of look at and you're all, what was the point of that? Because it didn't even feel like a match. It was really just an ass whooping. Um, and the women, I mean, they had their moments. But overall, I thought it was a good night. And they once again started off with Brian Danielson. So this time it was against Rocky Romero. Orange Cassidy was there with him. You know, all of that. But, you know, the, the beautiful you know, sportsmanship, the handshake at the beginning. Orange was there to distract him. But, you know, otherwise, I mean, that was just. A great match in my opinion. It was another good way to start out the show, which they seem to do a lot with Brian. I'm not saying that's a bad thing, by the way. Like he starts out the show really, really good. They always seem to have really good like starting matches, like opening bout, you know. They do that better than you know WWE does normally. Normally they have irritating talking segments. Which aren't even really, yeah, you know, depending on who's giving it, sometimes aren't terrible. But another great match with, you know, they had submissions, great counters all across the board. Striking, people were diving across like everywhere. Doing their dives, doing their flying, doing their submissions, striking, every, like it was everything you wanted it to be and know it could be. And knew that if it wasn't, it wasn't Daniel's fault, Danielson's fault because. So I almost pulled a JR. He called him Brian Danielson. Granted, it was directly after he called him Daniel Bryan. You know, I went from Daniel Bryan in one sense to Brian Danielson, all nice and, you know, impressed 13 milliseconds later. You know, that happened, but I even still do it, but I'm not getting paid really to do it. Like I get paid cents, literally, barely anything. Yeah, I'm paid lots, but regardless of him calling Daniel Bryan, Brian Danielson, American Dragon, Danielson, just Brian, whatever the hell you want to call him, he still puts on great matches and he still does really, really good there. And there was another great match, you know, again, at the beginning, they both looked good. So he's working with a lot of people and having all these matches like, and, you know, he's letting, you know, lots and lots of people shine and show off what they can do because, yeah. Danielson, he could do a lot of stuff. Can and he can do all kinds of. You know, he can fly. He can do the strikes. He can play the submission game. Like he's technically amazing at what he does, and that works really well with you know younger people or people that you don't know a lot about. But it's a great you know test, I'd say for him. So I thoroughly enjoy him starting out the show. When he does, that was really good. And it was a great match for him to have. You know, again, he looks good. The other guy looked good. And it was a good match to have leading into full gear this Saturday when he faces off against Miro. 
to see who's going to get that world title shot. I really don't know what to do, man. I don't know. I'll wait and see you know, what they do on Rampage before I you know, go and make up my mind on that, but it's going to be a hell of a match. We got to hear Miro do his, you know, he got a good promo. Yeah, towards Brian about their match at full gear. So that was good. I mean, I like Miro. Uh, and the promos are all good, like to me. You can believe that he's at least playing it up and everything's just good to me. Maybe I'm just, you know, so happy after seeing all that, you know, things he did, you know, his great ascent in WWE, then his great fall, and then how big he was in Rusev Day, but he never got anything for it. Like, maybe I'm just happy to see him doing good. But I think that'll be a hell of a match. Those two put together, like, that's going to be really, really good. And I'm sure they're going to let them actually have their way with it and be really, really good. They're not going to get held back or held down or anything. I mean, here, go. Because I think that's going to be one of the better matches of the whole entire night. No offense to everyone else. Just to see what those two can do together with, you know, the training wheels finally allowed to be off. I think that's going to be really good. Shivani supposed to interview the inner circle, but America top team attacks him from behind on the ramp. Sadly, no Paige Van Zant. But, I mean, after she was searched so many times to see it, find adult content over after, you know, I'll take all five of you on at once. After that line, I mean, I guess, but yeah, bummer. I mean, it's not like she really does anything, but eye candy. But they came out, they attacked Lambert for Lapta's jibs. Uh, like, what else is new? I mean, he can't do it and he can incite people to hate him. So I'm not judging the guy for that. It starts my damn head. And after they attack him, I'll leave everyone laid out to say that he's going to, you know, make sure that Dan Lambert's going to be the one that pins Jericho at full gear. Then he's going to tap him out to the walls of Jericho, you know, Wednesday night during the show. We're going to see, you know, where they go from there. But that beat down, I mean, got to see what happens. And again, this is the other what? Andre Orlovsky, Junior Dos Santos. I mean, there's lots of pieces there that, They've had really, really good, you know, UFC careers. Uh, I want to see how their, you know, bodies and all that hold up to getting slammed around and everything that happens because, you know, it's a street fight. So we have to see how they're going to do, you know, with that. You know, we know they're going to be just beating the hell out of each other left, right, and indifferently. So that's the big one. I mean, we all know Jericho and Hager. We all know Sammy. All of them can do. Everyone knows. You know, we've figured that out. I want to see, like, the former MMA guys, and they're still probably training and doing all that. I mean, whatever, but see what their bodies do when they're whooping on people, you know, going through, you know, I mean, kendo sticks, tables, whatever the hell's going to happen. I'm just really curious to see what they, you know, do with that Saturday night of full gear. That, that's the intriguing part of the match. I'm sure they're going to, you know, they're going to do a lot more cool stuff. And let's say they'd be allowed to in the machine. But I want to see how far those guys are able to go. And, you know, if they have, you know, how much wrestling skills they have, you know, for the world of professional wrestling. And especially how much their bodies can take, though, because it's just a whooping. So it should be a good one. And the segment hurt my head because it was just nothing but Dan Lambert talking. Like it could have just been a full-fledged fight and not had to hear him talk. But, you know, can't always get what you want. Sadly. 
which sadly, again, see, leads us to Ty Conti, Anna Jay, and Thunder Rosa defeating Britt Baker, Rebel, and Jamie Hayter. And I hate to say it, but Anna Jay, no, like, no shit. She completely missed that kick to Britt. Like, you could clear as day see it. Like, I mean, I know they're not, like, taking each other's heads off, but, you know, I mean, camera angles mean, you know, a lot more to it. I guarantee you, we on TV staring at it with the camera angle where it is right there, pointing in on it. Probably notice those things a lot more than people in the live crowd do. You know, it's all happening, you know, there and all that. It's not like a camera zoomed in directly there. So, I mean, they got to get their camera angles going better. I mean, if they get that better, it'll look a lot better. You know, if they just did that. Uh, Jamie Hader is still just a giant ass. Uh, that's about all she is. And Britt leaves Rebel hanging, you know, Ty Pinzer. So... I don't know what they're going to do with I mean, I'm, I don't think Ty's going to be the one to dethrone Britt. No offense to her. You know, Britt's on a roll. Uh, she's not the greatest thing in the world, but she's, well, there's much more uh, fundamentally sound people that she could drop the title to. So I don't think that's going to, yeah, I think Britt's going to walk away from full gear, still champion to move on to someone else. Again, I'm not complaining about it. When it comes to just the two of them, I mean, Britt is ahead of her as of right now. I mean, everyone's just, you know, obviously, you know, slowly improving here and there, but I just don't see them doing it. Like they got all the other talent in there. I just don't see, yeah, Ty being the one, no offense to her. Yeah. It is what it is. That's what I feel. You know, Britt's good. Ty's good. I mean, but stuff with Anna J, miss kicks, like, oh, like it's just, Brits on too good of a run. I don't think they're going to end that. I could be proven wrong, but I don't think it's ending that way. Jungle Boy defeated Anthony Bowens. I can say the rap against Brian was a thousand times better than the rapping on the way to the ring tonight against Jungle. Well, Wednesday night. Yeah. Against Jungle Boy. I mean, retiring people faster than your father in law. I mean, yeah. That's a good line there, but, uh, Jungle Boy wins, you know, via the snare trap submission. Like it was, and again, it was a good match. I'm not taking anything away from the match. The rap sucked, but the bigger thing after that was Bobby Fish attacking Jungle Boy after the match. Coming out and doing that, we all know Jungle Boy and you know what they're doing with the elite. You know, and Christian and them, you know, Luchasaurus come out for the save, and there's a super click backstage that I'm calling the Young Bucks, and they introduce Bobby Fish. La da 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 da. How long he's known him tells him, yeah. Take him out on, you know, Friday, but to leave some for him for full gear and that there are no disputes in AEW, ergo undisputed. But they can't say that because, you know, copyrights and all that. Uh, I mean, I like seeing Bobby going out there and just attacking people, you know, being vicious and doing his own thing, but no disputes, ergo undisputed. There they are together again. Um, can it be a reference about putting you know, them together and doing all that in AEW? I don't think they're going to put it together and do that in AEW. I mean, I don't. Yeah, there I got enough groups. He's in the super click, and you know, he suddenly leaves. Like they're not gonna do it, but I mean, nice references. But I mean, after everything that you know they went through in NXT there at the end, 
Bobby Fish literally vanished for the most part during it all. Like to have him turn around and go back and do it now is, uh, I don't know. I'm not like the biggest fan in the world of it. I mean, I just want to see Bobby Fish get to go and do something else, not get put in that situation to where he's just like his crony and doing that. And, you know, just another shot over the bow, you know, there's no disputes. Uh, you know, NXT and the machine and all that, at least what it's become and all that, which I know they all love to do. Everyone's taking their shots for the most part, except for like Brian, who's even made one or two here and there, but it's not as bad as everyone else. I just, you know, I guess Bobby's going to be now doing a thing with them. He's going to be part of it, sadly, you know. And if you don't have any new ideas, why not just throw him in there just for something for him to do, which he needs something to do, but I thought he was doing a good job on his own, just, you know, being a miserable prick to people and attacking people. So, now it's done, it's done, let it be done. You get all the people that are in these groups together. Don't just go and start adding people that you worked with there just because. Because, yeah, I'm pretty sure at one point didn't like, you know, WCW have a problem with this one group and suddenly everyone was in it. They just kept... I mean, it's not exactly the same thing, but positive note, Bobby Fish does join. At least he'll give Bobby Fish something to do regularly. So, I mean, at least some of the stories I'm attacking people, you know, can have, make more, you know, they can make more sense then because he's doing it with them. So we'll see where they go with it. I don't, you know, not the biggest fan of it all. And yet another little shot over the bow, but this is what it is. Nothing you can do about it now. Wardlow defeated Wheeler Yuta, even though Orange Cassidy was out there. Yeah. And Wardlow won handedly. Like it seemed really fast. Uh, Hardy family office attacks after the match ends, you know, beat down and Matt hits orange with a twist of fate with his head in the chair. So we'll see what kind of level of, you know, misery and injury and all they play off with that. But I, but I do give them credit. They've drug out this orange Cassidy, Matt Hardy thing for a long time. So I'll give them that and the twist of fate with his head in a chair. Like, there you go, Matt. But really, I mean, Wardlow just beat the hell out of Wheeler Utah. So we'll see what they do with it. I've no thing. I'm just impressed that they've drug it out for this long and it's still going. And you're still calling someone a miserable bastard this many weeks in. Like still has you calling people stuff. So that's good. It's great. I mean, have they possibly drug it out too long? Something? Yeah. But I mean, they're still telling that, you know, nah, crunch. Uh, they're not really the greatest, but it's good to see Matt getting to, you know, expand his character because he knew if he stayed, yeah, the machine. I mean, what did he do for the last longest time? He was just jobbing out to people and getting slaughtered, uh, getting mauled. They wouldn't let him fully do the woke and broken thing. Yeah, they were doing the Hardy Boys thing. Jeff you know, had his troubles and got hurt and everything else. So, you know, it's good to see him get to expand his character, really, which he did. He went to TNA after he left WWE, you know, and here he is doing it again. So good on him for that because, you know, Vince was just going to keep him exactly as Matt Hardy if he stayed there. There wasn't going to be any room for him to do, you know, the Hardy family office or big money mat or, you know, if you stay in WWE before, there wouldn't have been a woke and broke. There wouldn't have been anything. So I have to give him credit for being able to reinvent himself so much, but see what they do with this whole thing. You know, just like Eddie, you know, can't send punk being separated in the parking lot. I just hope it turns into an ass whooping. Like I hope they just let them fight. I think they could put on a hell of a fight tell a hell of a story you know that's a punk's you know 
everyone you know could say he's a good storyteller, no matter how you feel about him. And he put on good stories, and you know, I'd like to see really good things happen for you know both of them. I'd like it to go down really, really just one of the best fights you've ever seen. Will it? Who knows? But I think that could be you know a really, really good head turner. Like, I think they're both going to look really, really good, which is really the good thing. You know, you tell a story. You guys are fighting, just beating the hell out of each other. And everyone looks good in the end of it, you know, in the way they're supposed to. Like, that's the best kind of business you can do. So I really hope they let them just beat the hell out of each other. Let it go. Let it obviously still be a wrestling match, but just let them beat the hell out of each other. And I think you'll make everybody happy. Uh, Dante Martin and Leo Rush defeated Matt Seidel and Lee Marconi. All I'm going to say is that was a hell of a match. The crowd was into it. Really into it. And they did what I've been saying for years, you know, well before I ever started doing this, that those guys are all, you know, cruiserweight weights. If you go by, you know, back in WCW days, the machines, things like all that now, NXT, whatever. Like, this is what, like, that match was what could happen if you let them have more than like a three or four minute segment. Like if you let them have time, those guys that are in the cruiserweight division, like they put on hell of matches. Like I was saying that for years, like why the hell when Neville was champion or Murphy, when he was cruiserweight champion, like why the hell did they relegate them all the way down to the pre-show every single time or give them like seven second matches on Raw? Like those guys could go. I don't want to say the crowd was more into like that than any other match that I remember like hearing just, the crowd reacting to it like they were locked into that match between those guys. And again, I've never said anything bad about Leo Rush. You know, it's just his attitude. There's just something about him. But in the ring, like he's phenomenal. Yeah, I mean, we all knew that. It was just, you know, his piss poor attitude. Everyone kept saying he had that led to his downfall. But like Matt Seidel, you know, Evan Bourne, whatever the hell you want to call him. Like he's always been good. Like these guys always deserved more time and more matches, even back in the attitude era when there was, you know, a light heavyweight and a cruiserweight title. Like man, here you go. Like they didn't get the greatest time in the world, but since then, like it's gotten even worse and they got rid of all of these big beefy bastards. And then like, like here's the cruiserweight title. Like I think if you let those guys, you know, go like, look at that stuff again, that match there, all of Neville stuff, Murphy's stuff, like, there was so much good stuff. Even Leo Rush was putting on good matches when he had it. Like, like they've been on some of the greatest like things ever. They just always get stuck with just bad booking when no one's paying attention. Like no one's in their seat. Like most people, like you saw WrestleMania when they were doing and they did the pre you know show. Like barely anyone was in their seats. People were you know trying, either tuning into the pre show or not even watching it. Saying okay, the main card starts at this point. Not wasting my time with all the pre show. Like those guys showed exactly why they deserve more time than I think they get, at least in the machine. They do get a lot more time in AEW, which is a very good thing, again, in my eyes, because look what they can do. Like they are some of the best, you know, they'll put on some of the greatest matches you will see. You just have to actually give them the damn time to do it. You know, giving them like a quick one segment, try to fit in a whole entire you know, entrances, a whole match, and like 
arms getting raised. Like there's just, it's impossible for anyone to put on a match. Like, except for like, you know what? Goldberg come in, spear people done. Right back when he was on his thing, turn around, meat hook, clothesline, boom, shell shock, done. Like there's very few that come in and get a chance, you know, and can do matches in that amount of time. So, hell, Undertaker's match, like entrance lasted longer than most cruiserweight. Like just his entrance was longer than most cruiserweight matches for the longest time. You know, so I say give them more time and you can get more stuff like that because everyone makes the talent is there. You actually have to give them the you know, time to deliver the pure gold that they can. You can tell me I'm crazy on that one, but I thought like Murphy, Neville, all that stuff. I thought if they put that on like the main card, like instead of the pre-show, so everyone got to see it, like would have helped the stock of 205 Live in the Cruiserweight division like completely while it was on the main roster there. Like they deserve the time. So glad AEW gives them the time because again, they're some of the most talented people on the planet with all the stuff they can do. And the crowd's always behind it when there's actually a crowd and you know, capable of when they give them the time, you know, capable to go and deliver for the crowd and they give them more in a few minutes. So it's a good giant plus for me, at least for AEW is the guys that are that size, like, you know, Dante Martins, the Leo Rushes, Matt Seidel, like all the like they went out there and they tear the house down every time they do, get to because they're not out there for three seconds. You know, so good on them. Bastard Pack defeated Dax Harwood, you know, totally Blanchard in his thing via submission. And I've always been a Pack guy, you know, Neville, whatever the hell you want to call him. Like I just was talking about him there. Like he's so good. And his strikes are crisp. I mean, him and you know, Dax were beating the living hell out of each other, which was always really good. In that match, I must say, though, if everyone was barred from ringside, like from the groups, I, having Tully there because he's just the manager, like letting him still be there is just dumb as hell. Like if everyone's barred from ringside, he's standing right there. It doesn't matter why. He's still the manager, which means he's still managing the group, which means he shouldn't have been there. But that's, you know, another story. Uh, Pack with that beautiful, the, the brain bust, avalanche brain buster off the top rope there. Like that was, that was glorious. That was beautiful. That stuff you'll never see in the machine. So, Good on that. Like, I thoroughly enjoyed that. Uh, now, Pat gets the win. You know, Cash Wheeler after the match, you know, continues the beatdown. Lights go out, and they were out for, you know, longer than you could tell. Even the commentary guys were expecting it to be. But there's Andre Malachi in the ring to continue the ass whooping. And uh, sooner or later, there comes Cody through the crowd and Lucha Bros, and they come and make the save, and everyone disperses. Um, Cody, I mean, like, it showed up. Like, that seemed to be a better, uh, at least, you know, good reaction for Cody compared to a lot of them. So, good on Cody. Like, they seem to get in the Lucha Bros and, like, setting up, you know, the tag team title match coming up for Saturday. And we know that, again, Cody and Malachi, they're obviously not done. Yeah, and I want to see what they're going to do with Pac and Cody together with those two. Because they keep having them there with their save and like all that. So that could be really, really good if they do it right. But I mean, again, Andrade in the ring. I like Andrade in the ring better than I like looking at him or, you know, hearing him. There's just something about him that I just, I've never gotten behind like the character. And there's a lot of people in wrestling history that, you know, like their work far exceeds the character. So I mean, I'm not talking any trash on anyone there. Um, Malachi, obviously, we all know what he's capable of. Pack, we all know what he's capable of. Cody, we all know what he's capable of. And I think the machine did short side of my yeah, the whole Stardust thing. But 
I want to see what they're going to do with all that. What's you know, the big payoff's going to be? Because there has to be a big payoff at some point. I just I want to see what it's going to be. Like that's really good. Our Darby and MJF package, obviously. Yeah, they showed all the highlights. Yeah, everyone running their sucks. They gave everyone a few more words here and there, and we all know what MJF can do on the mic. I think you know it was a good package to put together. It was great for what they needed it to be, and I think it's going to be you know really good just to see two of the pillars. They really are like they weren't lying when they said it, but to see them go at it and see what they put over in it all. As long as they do it right, everyone can get over. Like that's the big one. So do that one right. See what they mention it again. Yeah, you know, tonight on Rampage. Will they? Won't they do anything about it? I mean, they only have an hour, so they can't fit a lot in there. But they do have. They do have the special that comes on at 11 o'clock right after, so I'm sure they're going to do it then. And they're going to do all the talking that they can, so that would be good. And then, again, Kenny Omega and Hangman Page contract signed. The Elite and Dark Order band from Building Fort. Cameraman hits Page with the camera after you know, a bunch of stuff. Ends up being Don Callis in disguise. Shocker, yeah. The Elite doing great, you know, doing stuff like that. Kenny signs the contract and Hangman's blood, you know, all of that. Um, like that's gonna be a great match, really. I don't think they're gonna um have Kenny lose this one. Yeah, you know, it's been almost a year. I think he's still doing, you know, good. And I I mean, after the you know, Omega. Danielson won that they had I think them going at it again would be a great selling point again Paige having it that's great but you know, this is everything they have going or you know I don't know Miro too though but I think it'll be you know it's got to put it on Kenny I don't like him but I just look at him and I get mad it's one of those but we'll see where they go with it I think it's still going to be a great you know, great, great match. It's been, you know, it's a great story from, you know, where they actually all were together as friends and, you know, and all that to have a go where it is now. Like, I think it's a great story. So don't get me wrong there. It's got to see how it all works out in the end. But overall, I mean, minus, you know, a bad rap, a kick that was nowhere near anyone, Dan Lambert running his suck hole. I mean, Really wasn't a lot of, you know, really bad associated with it. So I have to give it, you know, a fairly good episode. A lot less, you know, head hurting than you would expect. So got to see where they go pull it all tonight. You know, where they pull it all together and wrap it up for the go home, you know, rampage. Everything technically is a go home before a pay-per-view. So we got to see what they do there. Um, kind of stuff they put together and then they're doing the show afterwards so that'll you know further get to everything so maybe that means we'll have more you know a lot of matches tonight hopefully but i think it's overall going to be a good pay-per-view i thought wednesday night i thought dynamite was good so again minus some small little things wasn't that bad i mean hopefully you guys agree you can tell me i'm an idiot it's okay i am i know don't gotta tell me i already know so overall good um got again rampage tonight and also before that we got yeah smackdown so we could see what all those things look like and have a good conversation about that tomorrow 
before full gear. So we got a good big thing on it. I appreciate you watching though, or listening, however you're doing it. Don't forget to uh, share it out. No matter what you're listening on, you can share it out to your socials. So get it out there to get more people comment. Tell me what you think. Follow along on all the platforms. The TV screen says it all. Do it across all videos, all everything. I appreciate y'all again. Very, very, very grateful. So, you know, again, share it out, like it, comment on it. Tell me what you think. Enjoy the wrestling tonight. And we'll be back tomorrow. So until then, my friend, peace.